Buckle your seatbelts. Buckle your seatbelts, folks. Things are about to get a little bit heated. I see if you will. I feel like. Are you proud of me that I didn't say spicy? I thought you were going to say spicy. Like, I almost wanted you to say it this time. You, I cut you off guard. Okay. <laughs> hey, everybody. Welcome back to OK Go Off. Welcome back. This week, we're going to be talking about uh, the anniversary of COVID 19. Um, a little depressing. I almost. But we're. This episode because it makes me emotional. <laughs> I know, but it's important. And like, I don't know, I feel like a lot of emotions are coming up this week for me. Um, we're also going to be talking about hobbies and like how we got into certain hobbies. And also we're going to have a little okay go off moment and do a little bit of complaining about TikTok and the romanticizing of quarantine. So that's what's in store this week. I don't know about you, but I feel like this past week I've been like kind of cranky for no reason and I think it's rooted in the fact that like this around this time last year life was so different and we're about to hit our one year and like we've made progress in the sense that there are vaccines now but like it just feels like sometimes it feels like we take a step forward with helping fight against COVID and then we take steps backwards because you're going to a store like I just left Lowe's and there were like two men without mask in there and it's just in like Lowe's? Yeah, and Lowe's, and they have the sign, and even like going to Target, like this family walked out without masks, and they have those signs up, but they never, people never listen to them, and it's never enforced, but anyway, yeah. I'm just sad, because a year ago, like, you know, we're full of hope, <laughs> and like, we were so excited to have a graduation, and like, do all the senior traditions, and I know, it was funny, my mom was like, have, has Stanview sent you anything about like graduation or anything? And they're like, no, the only thing that they send me are emails about donating to JMU. Oh my God. Yeah. If they send and I'm like, email, I'm gonna, sir, I'm I do not have a job yet. I <laughs> cannot give you any money. <laughs> no, oh, I want to block them. I'm sick of it. Yeah, me too. It just feels insensitive at this point. It's honestly an insult. <laughs> um, yeah. This time last year we were we got the news that we needed to stay home for two more weeks. So Cameron was coming back from New York City um, for spring break and I was spending spring break at home. Um, and I remember, gosh, I remember when that two weeks were up and things were okay, well, like, cool, we have a longer spring break and I'll be able to like, you know, just hang out and, um, and tiger king was really big whipped coffees baking bread so it was kind of this like really nice long vacation in a way and then two weeks went by and then we got the news from jmu that was basically like you know no in-person classes no graduation i remember when we got the news that there's no graduation like i freaking weeped sobbed I absolutely sobbed. Um, yeah, honestly, it was a really dark time. And we wanted to bring this thing up that I saw on TikTok, this trend lately, that people have been romanticizing quarantine, that it was this really wonderful time to like be creative and cook more and work out. And honestly, for me, it was a time of like in extreme anxiety of like not knowing what's going to happen. And like our senior year was taken away 
and I couldn't be with my boyfriend and, you know, we're kind of like stuck and trapped and I'm so far away from Virginia and like most of my friends live there. Um, And so it kind of pissed me off that people have been romanticizing quarantine, like, oh man, like, honestly, that gives me such happy vibes. And the thing is, if you are romanticizing quarantine, that probably means that you have not been quarantining or at least, you know, going with the uh, COVID regulations, the CDC regulations. Um, Yeah. Kat is very passionate about this. She has a point. I just, I don't know. I feel like people are, in some ways, I'm like, yes, romanticize your life. But like, not everything can be romanticized. Like, most people in the early quarantine were like going through it, especially like 20, like we were not okay. <laughs> that like oh, first, those first few months, it was just not. awful. Like the transition of like moving back home, having your senior year canceled or some people got furloughed and just awful. Like it wasn't that fun. And people, I guess it's the same type of hustle culture. It's behind the whole whipped coffee, like frantic, the whole like be productive. And I learned and I grew so much. I mean, honestly, around this time last year, I don't think we were growing as people. I think we were like, you know, it was just a a stage of grief, if you will. Yeah, (laughs) it was, I was just watching, I don't know, I I was trying to numb myself by watching a lot of Netflix. Yeah, I don't think I, I think once June hit, I was like, okay, I'm going to use this time to do something. But uh, March through May, I was like chilling, just trying to process what was happening oh yeah oh yeah honestly like the rest of senior year it was so depressing and then I was like okay well I gotta like try to get my life together again so I started working um I'm like moved down to the beach and lived alone for the summer um never went out because you know I'm a good person and I care about people and um yeah honestly like I just remember nights of crying myself to sleep and that sounds so awful but I am proud of myself that I've come a year later with you know completely feeling like I've reinvented myself and also like having a relationship with myself I have always had this thing where I have a hard time being alone and I always need to be hanging out with somebody or talking to somebody or doing something. And quarantine really forced me to sit with my thoughts um, and face a lot of demons that I was very reluctant to face. Um, So I will say after a year, I've grown a lot, but it hasn't been because of the working out. It hasn't been because of the whipped coffee. It's been the fact that like, I just have to force being with myself. Obviously, the whipped coffee and all that stuff is fun, um, and it's all about those distractions, but, you know, I don't know. Just this whole past year, I have really thought about life differently and how precious everything is, um, and I feel like I've, I've taken my friendships um, for granted before this. Yeah, yeah, I feel, I don't know, it definitely made me realize, like, life is short, you know, you never know. You never know what's going to be ripped away from you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but I feel like it's been good because I've also uh, gotten into a lot of different hobbies that I don't think I would have otherwise looked into if it weren't for COVID. Oh, yeah. 
So like I started gardening or not really. So I, I'm just now starting gardening, but like indoor plants is what I really got into mm-hmm. last, I think last, maybe this time last year is when I got my first few plants. The anniversary. What plants do you have? Tell us, give us a plan. Oh God. Home. Okay. So I have like a bunch of pothos propagations now. Um, I have a baby rubber plant, which it's interesting because that's, I think what Google said, or maybe what the tag at Lowe's said, but every time I Google it, like this plant doesn't really come up. Um, <laughs> I have a Monstera, a ZZ, and then my neighbor gave me some cuttings, but we don't, I don't really know what they are. They're <laughs> just like random plants. I just got a polia. Is that how you say it? Pilea? Polia? I don't know. Plants. Chinese money plant today. That oh, was the, the flat. Yeah, yeah, you sent me a photo of them. They're really cute. Aren't they? They're, They're very so aesthetic. And I've been you know looking I mean? for them since like last summer. And my local greenhouse had like big ones for 30. And I was like, hmm, nope, not doing that. And I went <laughs> 30, today and I was going to no. buy a cutting of, from someone soon for like $5. But I go, I went to a vegetable gardening seminar this morning and uh, they had polias, like, I think they were $7 for like a little, a good amount. So I was like, why did I pay $5 for a cutting? Anyway, yeah, so I've been really into plants. I struggle a little bit with keeping, keeping some of them alive, but that's okay. It's a learning process. Yeah, if any of you have any plant tips, uh, hit Cameron up. Yeah, for real. I feel like- She has a whole diffuser set up for them. Yeah, not diffuser, humidifier set up for them. Um, I think we were talking about this, the idea of like being immediately good at something. It's so hard. Like I'm interested in a lot of things, cat knows, and I get so discouraged if I try something and I'm not immediately like good at it. I am exactly the same way. Yeah. I like, I'll get into something like embroidery or painting or what else did I get into? obviously like barista stuff and cooking also like taking care of myself like working out I really uh, can't stick to anything and then I'll come back to it like a year later and, and then I'm like okay I'm bored at myself too I'm like why can't I stick to this yes and then the problem is then you spend money at the hobby and then you're like well shoot that was a waste of money yeah and then I I know I get down on myself like you just wasted this much money and you're not sticking with it or if you had stuck with x y and z you could be at this place yeah I used to be really into bullet journaling and like you know those really fancy bullet journals like I used to do that and I did that beginning of senior year um but I don't know I just got too busy and then I felt bad because I was like man I spent all this money on like this nice journal and then I waste all this time um, making all these pretty layouts and things like that. Um, because I'm also like a full-time job. Those yeah, are really they are. They really are. And my thing is like, you're taking more time out of your day to write a to-do list than actually doing it. Yeah. That was so, my beef with them. I was like, this is so, and they're pretty to look at, but I'm like, at what, at what cost? Exactly. That's why I felt bad. I was like, ah, I feel like I'm wasting way too much time. <laughs> um, yeah. What are my other hobbies? I don't know. I feel like my hobbies are part of my different like talents that I honestly used to like go to school for and now they've become hobbies. Um, so like painting and, you know, fashion stuff. Although to be honest, I don't know about you, but I feel like since quarantine, my 
like style game has gone way down I I mean I feel like mine was never fully there just very basic <laughs> like for comfort I think if anything mine has maybe had the opposite because I've had more time to like realize how mm. I want to dress yeah because I never really I, yeah my yeah. thing is I never dress for myself I know that sounds really bad but like I like to dress up and I like to like walk around in public and if somebody's like oh I like your jacket like oh ooh, that just feels so good so yeah. I when I was little I made a point even if I didn't even if I didn't like the shirt that that girl was wearing I have this weird thing where in elementary school I'd be like oh hi Kelly I love your shirt and like maybe I didn't really like your shirt but I feel like I had to compliment at least three people a day oh my god I don't know you had a quarter to reach yeah I don't know I really don't know why I was that type of person I don't know feel like I had this moment in quarantine where I like sat with myself and I was like oh my god for the past four years of college you have just worn oversized sweatshirts t-shirts whatever that was like my my class attire my lounge attire I would obviously dress up if I was going out but like that's it (laughs) so I was kind of like okay when quarantine's over and it's safe it's time to start dressing Cameron get it together I just need the the adult wallet to match match Mm. my energy that's true. Or just hit up a thrift store. Yeah, I love thrift shopping. Sometimes me they give me the ick because I'm, I think you're like, oh my God, what has happened to these clothes before? <laughs> Where I wear, I, I wash them, obviously. But you know, sometimes it doesn't feel like enough. I don't know. Well, I feel like thrift store clothes also have that very distinct smell. Yeah, I got yeah. Uh, my favorite jacket I wear every day from Goodwill. It's like this long corduroy puffer situation. Mm-hmm. Such a good deal. I think originally it was like a hundred. It had the original tag in it. It was like a hundred something, and I got it for twenty five. But it had a stench that I can't even describe. I I got it dry cleaned and it still was there. So I had to like breathe it aggressively and just let it air out. And now thankfully oh. it's gone. But Goodwill definitely has that smell. I feel like I'm very sensitive to smells. Yeah, and also my hearing. Like I feel like. My dad would be upstairs on a phone call and I'll hear my name and I'm like, what? Spidey senses are tingling. Honestly. <laughs> and I'm like, what is he? So- Why do you say my name? And my mom's like, what? How did you hear that? I was like, I don't know. I'm crazy. I'm I guess I'm self-absorbed or something. <laughs> <laughs> Always thinking everybody's talking about me. Oops. Oops. Any other fun hobbies you've gotten into? Uh, Honestly, I found a love of playing piano again. I used to play piano a lot. And then obviously, like, when you go to college, I didn't have a massive piano in my uh, dorm room. So I lost that habit. And now I've picked it back up again. And that has been really nice. Um, Definitely for a hot second was really into, like, digital design and like doodles um that went away yeah that went away pretty fast and um I picked up guitar I got a guitar when I was 16 and I was like oh like I'm going to be the girl that plays guitar and I'm gonna like be able to take it with me everywhere and like play guitar in a park absolutely not that was not me (laughs) um I have small hands and also since I busted my thumb past summer um 
if you want to know why listen to one of our episodes because it's a really funny story I was but anyway (laughs) yeah but anyway because I busted my thumb um I kind of have a hard time playing guitar but it's my left thumb so Um, it's not that bad but anyway um I realized I don't know if you relate to this but I realized in college I didn't have any hobbies I was very much school hang out with my friends and that's all I did so I feel like it was nice like it's been nice to have more downtime to explore like my interests and what I like to do and what I don't like to do that's really true I feel like I was so busy with school and working and then the time that I did have I'd be just hanging out with friends yeah yeah that I like didn't really I think my honestly I think my hobby was like going to Target (laughs) and like going to Goodwill that was my hobby yeah um what's your TikTok feed like Oh, okay. That's a good question. So I feel when I first thought about this, I was like, oh my God, I feel old. I didn't realize that you can help your algorithm by like, if something is on your feed that you don't want to see, you can press not interested. So now that I've realized that, it's really changed my TikTok experience. Um, So I think they've been a lot of like, I've been getting, I'm on like New York TikTok for some reason. Like I keep getting, they in my life in New York City and like people with cute oh. apartments and Maybe the universe is trying to tell you something. I could never live in New York. Never. Why? Um, So my mom's from New York. And if I'm there for more than four to five days, I'm just an anxious mess. I just don't like it. It's too much like hustle, hustle, hustle. And I've always disliked it. My sister loves visiting my grandma, or at least she used to. I don't know about now. But I feel like people are just always super busy no one's really like warm and friendly and maybe that's because I'm southern I guess I don't know but this <laughs> lady was mean to me when I was in New York when I was little and I think it really stuck with me it scared you yeah I think yeah she, oh I remember I remember exactly what it was she bumped into me and I was like eight and she didn't say excuse me and then, <laughs> and that <laughs> really stuck with me that would never happen in Virginia never you know it's really funny so I grew up in the north and like you know Philly kind of has the same um spirit as New York City obviously not as scary but definitely like everyone does their own thing um we definitely don't hold doors for people um cannot and then when I and then and then when I went to JMU at JMU there's this really big culture of like holding doors for people (laughs) and um I learned that the hard way because I think some people thought I was really mean because I didn't hold doors. <laughs> I'm not, not gonna like, lie, okay, I, if I had okay, okay, around okay. and you didn't hold a door for me, I think I would have held, held a grudge about it. Okay, not <laughs> like that strong. Okay, not like if somebody was behind me and they were like maybe like 10 steps away, five steps away, yeah, I'd hold the door for them. But at JMU, if you were literally like a block away and they're like, <laughs> oh, I think I see a girl coming down um the hallway I'm gonna hold the door for her I don't know if she's gonna go into this room but I'm gonna hold it for her just in case yeah it is kind of aggressive isn't it yeah I wouldn't do that <laughs> I got somewhere to be yeah I was always late to class oh really my freshman year I, I don't know if it's just me like my anxious mind but so everything I live in the village if you know you know yeah. not not far from where my classes were but I would leave probably half an hour, sometimes 40 minutes before my class started, just so I had time to mentally prepare to be in the building and kind of mentally adjust to going to class. 
honestly, the only reason why I'd be late to go to class was A, I was in the bathroom or B, I was coming back from eating food. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. It wouldn't, yeah. I would usually be pretty much on time, but yeah. What's my TikTok feed? So yours is a lot in New York. My life, my uh, life in New York. Apartment decor now. I think my phone Mm -hmm. is listening to us talk about these things. Yeah. Mine (laughs) is a lot of like comedy videos. Honestly, mine's also a lot of couple videos. Um, Babies. Lost all of those. A whole lot of animals, like dogs. Um, Very cute stuff. Sometimes, oh, coffee. Coffee TikTok. I'm on coffee TikTok. I like dank memes. That is so specific. Yeah. (laughs) I'm trying to think what else is on my feed. I was getting couples, but I just kept clicking not interested because they're really cute, but like, I like how the comments are like, uh, I'm going to block this or I'm going to report you. Yeah, like it'll be like, oh, this is so cute, but I'm blocking you. <laughs> but I'm blocking you. Um, <laughs> you have to protect your mental health. Yeah. I Have you seen these recent TikTok comments of people being like, um, okay, anyway, here's this brownie recipe. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what? What is that? It's so funny. You know, funny. Um, I was listening to Ricky Thompson and Denzel Dion's podcast this morning. Mm-hmm. And they were talking about, so they were really big on Vine and they were talking about the algorithm now and they made such a good point. They were like, when Vine came out, everything was so original. Like there was no like language being reused. You know how mm-hmm. now people will be like, not the blank or it's the this for me. That wasn't yeah. a thing on Vine. I think that's so interesting to think about. Like TikTok, yeah. you can be pretty unoriginal on there and go viral. Yeah, I wonder who came up with those phrases yeah or even like um the style of editing on tiktok like we didn't get that on vine yeah it honestly vine was very like it kind of felt like america funny home videos vibes where it's like oh i'm so glad i caught that on video i'm gonna post it and then it just goes viral because it's like that's funny there wasn't many skits there wasn't any it was just like oh this funny thing happened and I'm gonna share it and then it goes viral I miss Vine I feel like I didn't appreciate it until it was gone like I used it a lot I think in like eighth grade or something and then in high school I just slowly stopped using it and it was gone and I was like oh wait that's so funny it came out in middle school I remember I think oh my gosh I think I remember I made a a vine when I was in the grocery store when I was in eighth grade or something like that I can't remember what it was I think it was a pun about like some food item and I thought it was really funny um I I don't think I had any likes but anybody (laughs) wasn't weren't they gonna bring vine back wasn't that a thing I feel like I did hear that Mm mm-hmm it was like Vine 2. Yeah. Oh, yeah, know. yeah. I don't know what happened with it. I don't know. All right, how's your How's your week been? <laughs> um, Pretty good. It's my first week back at my long-term temp job. Mm-hmm. Uh, nothing crazy. It's just pretty, my job's pretty monotonous. I'm a secretary, basically. Do you like working from home or going to work? there are pros and cons there's something about like having to get up and get ready like actually get wear a nice outfit and everything because when I worked from home 
I like got up and got dressed for the day because that would be bad for my mental health if I didn't. <laughs> but it's, it was nice to be around other people and like be in a work environment. Whereas home, I was just, when I worked from home, I would just do homework like on my couch. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. Yeah, I, really I honestly, it's been crazy. I've been working a lot. So I think this past week I worked 30 hours and like that doesn't sound like a lot, but I have to wake up at three in the morning almost every day for like three rows, th- three days in a row. Um, I just need to like have a sleep schedule, Imagine. you know? Um, so that's really throwing me off. Luckily, I'm not. Kat and I some sleep routine tips. Like technically, I know what I should be doing to fall asleep, but I, I don't really keep up with it that often. <laughs> yeah, I unfortunately, I feel like, so I've been taking melatonin gummies um, on nights that I have to wake up at three in the morning. <laughs> um, but I would love to like fall asleep naturally. Also, how do you fall asleep without watching? I fall asleep watching like YouTube. Or oh, something. okay. Here's what I do. I set up this routine with my therapist. Um, so I used to listen to, like I used to have to watch TV or something like quietly, something in the background. But now I, I, when I did this regularly, like my sleep routine was better. I could fall asleep easier. I did yoga before I went to bed. Then I take a hot shower with my, my salt lamp, you know, the ambiance lighting. Mm-hmm. And then that would kind of like make me sleepy. Um, and then I'd play rain music and use my weighted blanket and I would fall asleep way easier than I had been. Without That's being- really good. Cause I'm really trying to get off my screen. I like, I do you ever hate those notifications on your phone? That's like, oh, you spent it's 40% oh, yeah. more time on your phone this I week than it was last week. I was like, don't make me feel bad about <laughs> my phone habits, please. Yeah. Turn it off, turn it off. Yeah. Yeah. Let us know if you guys have any, um, also morning routines. I love a good morning routine Oh yeah. and a morning routine. Once I got some sort of routine down during quarantine, that really helped me feel less sad. Um, but nights were, I remember nights in quarantine were so hard for me. Yeah. I just have a hard time sleeping, like falling asleep. Mm. And then once I, that's what I've heard. That's yeah. like, that was a common thing for people. I don't know. I'm tempted to try CBD again. Kat and I had some experience with CBD during our study abroad, but I know yeah. that it makes me so sleepy. Yeah. Not, not, we didn't have any bad experiences. We didn't oh, like do God, anything no. bad. I just had like a really great nap. Yeah. And I'm, I don't nap. probably the best I've slept in a while. Yeah. Actually, maybe I should look into CBD because I'm trying to take naps when I come home from work because like oh my gosh I'm so exhausted like after I worked that shift opening till one o'clock like I cannot do anything else for the day yeah, I'm so wiped out and then I feel like it's a waste of day yeah I have um oil and then I mm. didn't you say bad. it tasted bad yeah it tastes like grass I don't recommend I feel yeah. like like gummies or something is probably the way to go maybe oil is more natural I don't know but I also been hearing this um one CBD brand that it dissolves in water and it doesn't taste like anything. Oh, what? Yeah. That's nice. Yeah. Yeah. Because I was doing melatonin like more when I was in school and I feel like sometimes, I don't know, I didn't really feel like I was doing that much or like, you know, sometimes it makes you sleepier in the morning. Mm-hmm. Did you have any weird dreams taking melatonin? I think I did a few times. 
but my roommate yeah. would take melatonin and she would like talk in her sleep like my roommate I think sophomore year yeah. oh yeah I um when I first started taking melatonin I think I think I had some weird dreams like nightmares yeah I was having some real like scary dreams early quarantine like of my friends dying <gasps> yes yes awful. yeah I I'm sure there's some studies about it of quarantine and dreams because yeah. I feel like I kept having these dreams of like bombings oh yeah scary stuff and I would wake up right when the thing was about to happen yeah and I would be like <gasps> like hyperventilating oh my god I had the most stressful dream I don't know if it was during quarantine or not but it was kind of like the trolley problem, but like personal level. So oh, I was yeah. in an airplane with my family. The airplane started crashing and it, there was a baby, like a newborn baby that didn't have a face mask. But my dad also didn't have a face, like not the face mask for COVID, but like the little, the, what's it called? The oxygen mask. Oh, I had to yeah. choose between my dad and a baby. I was like, oh my God, this is so stressful. <laughs> and then I woke up before I made the decision. And oh I gosh. told my mom, she's like, well, what would you do? And I was like, uh, my like, dad that poor know? baby. Like, I don't, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I think I would sacrifice myself, maybe. Yeah. I mean, and just give it to the baby and you're done. Yeah, I don't know. This is getting philosophical. Yeah. But I can't let baby <laughs> pass away and I can't let my dad pass away. Yeah, that is anyway. scary. I've been having, I had, I remember I had a dream uh, recently about a, like a demon. It was like a demon little girl. Do you watch and I do, I and do. Deepen into your and brain. sometimes I watch scary movies before I go to bed. Yeah, you should stop doing that. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why I do that. Not a great idea. I like the thrill. I like th- I like the thrill of who knows what I'll dream about tonight. Oh God, <laughs> will it be about a demon baby or will it be about a plane crash? Who knows? Who knows? Spices up your life. Is that all today? <laughs> I, I feel like this so. episode has been all over the place, but thanks for going on this nice. weird journey. Yeah, so I think that's going to be it for this week. Also, I think we might do Clubhouse soon. For all this time, like actually. Yeah, for actually for real. <laughs> I've just been so tired and out of it. Like I, we were going to the other day and I was like, Cameron, I'm falling asleep and it's 6 p.m. Like, bye. Um, yeah, so we're going to do it. And also we really need people to interview. Um, we want to do like an interview every month. So if you know anybody, you're like, wow, they have a really important thing that they talk about or they're doing really cool things let us know, DM us, send us their, yeah, send us their um, handle and we'll contact them. But have you, I seen some podcasts are like story time and then people will send in their funny stories and then we'll talk about it. Let's do that. Yeah. So send us your funny stories (laughs) and maybe we'll make a podcast episode about funny stories. Yeah. Ooh, or if you have anything you want us to give advice on or talk about. Yeah. Maybe that could be our next sister talk. Yeah, I think that you like you need advice on like relationships, and we'll be like, "Ooh, yeah," and we'll give you some advice. Or Cat will say stuff because she has more experience, and I'll just sit here and nod. No, (laughs) Airman's just trying to manifest me becoming a counselor. I really am. Like, I really, I'm not even trying. I'm beyond manifesting. I'm just telling Cat that she should do what I really want her to do. I thought she'd be so good at it. But like, be a counselor for what? Like, 
you could do what was it you were talking about being like a family relationship like a like relationship counselor yeah yeah i do like a good romantic communication vibes you do that's what i'm saying like it'd be great a great intersection of like something you're passionate about and your job anyway i'm I'm done i'll get off my soapbox now (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> no, it'll be every single week. You just keep plugging that. Yeah, so uh, how's it going with the uh, counselor manifestation? Right applications. Yeah, I know. I know. I know. No, no, I no. No rush. I just don't want to go back to school. Yeah, no, I totally get that. I'm scared. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> thanks for listening, guys. Yes, thank you for listening, and we will catch you next week. See you next week. Bye.